grab a Bible, turn to Mark chapter 16. If you don't have a Bible with you, there should be one in front of you in the pew there. If you don't own a Bible, consider that a gift to you. Uh, if you're new to the Bible, uh, it's about that far in mind. <laughs> like uh, if, if you're looking on that side, yeah, so it's like uh, a long way through. It's in the New Testament, second book of the New Testament. He is risen. What I hope to do in the next few minutes is let Mark tell you why we celebrate Easter. I needed to be reminded of it this week. And I'll share more of what that looks like later. But let's let his words just speak over us. Some of you are still turning there. If you want to find it, an electronic device, Mark 16. To catch you up in the story, Mark has told us that a man came some 2,000 years ago, and he knew a lot of this man's closest friends. And this man declared that the kingdom of God had come. He started to do a lot of miracles and he supernaturally fed thousands of people that, that were witnesses and alive at the time, all at the same time. He healed people supernaturally. And as he did, he taught of love, the love of God for us. He loved the least and the last. But the religious leaders hated him. In fact, because this man claimed to be God, they killed him. They crucified him. And at the crucifixion, if you're part of our church, last week we're in chapter 15, we saw that there were three women that watched Jesus get crucified. Mary, Mary, and Salome. More, these two ladies, two of them, Mary and Mary, saw him get buried and saw this large stone rolled in front of of the grave, Mary and Mary, and Mark is going to focus on this stone when he tells the story. So in order to honor God's word, I know you just sat down, but we actually believe that this is inspired by God and from God. Y'all don't stand when I'm teaching because I'm not inspired, <laughs> I'm just a person. This is inspired, so I want to invite you to stand one more time, starting in verse 1 of Mark 16. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back, and it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has risen. He has risen. 
he is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Holy Spirit, I believe that you, we believe that you inspired these words to be written and that you are the communicator of truth. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you would help us this morning see why we celebrate Easter. Remind those who know and open the eyes of those who don't know for the first time today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Interesting, as these three ladies are walking to the tomb, they talk about a problem. They believe, and you see in verse 3, not just that Jesus is dead, but that there is a stone that's separating them from the body of Jesus. Mark is the only one that tells us about the dialogue they have on the way to the tomb. Verse 3, we'll read it here. Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Why are they worried about a rock? (laughs) Well, they had seen the day before, or two days before, the stone rolled back into place. Mark tells us also in verse 4, the stone was very large. Uh, There were a a few recently uh, faculty members at Georgia Tech University that studied the tombs in Jerusalem at this time, and they concluded that minimum size of this stone, it would have been one and a half tons, is what they said. It's a big stone, a big stone. So these ladies, as they're walking to go and to put spices on Jesus's body because they believe he's decaying, that he is dead, they're asking, who's going to remove the barrier between us and Jesus? Now, uh, this morning, I I don't think uh, you're worried about a rock here in the room. Uh, the, The physical stone is not something that we think about as separating us from Jesus. But in order to help you understand why we celebrate Easter, I want to just relate the physical stone to what the Bible actually says does separate us from God. Uh, Isaiah chapter 59, and this is all over the Bible, verse 2, Isaiah 59 says this, your sin have made a separation between you and God. I have disobeyed God, you have disobeyed, we've all done wrong. There's no perfect people, and because of that, there is now a really big stone between us and God. An eternal and perfect God can't be around sin. And so there's this stone that separates us. In fact, a sin against an eternal and perfect God either requires eternal perfect punishment, 
or an eternal perfect Savior. Now we can't move that stone. We, we, like these ladies, we can't get that rock gone. Why? Because you've messed it up already and so have I, right? But the Bible says that just like in this story, verse 5 reads, I'm sorry, verse 4, looking up they saw that the stone had been rolled back. God did something they could not do. He sent an angel, Matthew tells us, to roll the stone away. And that was a physical stone, but spiritually in our lives, why do we celebrate Easter? There was something that separated us from God, and God did something about the sin that separated us. Paul says it this way, God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This week I needed to be reminded of Easter. I need to be reminded a lot of Easter. I need to be reminded, I think, whatever, yeah. Uh, one of those occasions, Thursday morning. Uh, on Thursday mornings, I get to walk and talk with a close friend in my life that I've had since high school, almost every week. And we, uh, he knows everything about me, which there's a lot of not pretty things about me. And we're going through a book right now called Unbound. And in the book, we're actually looking back, not just on last week, but on the history of our lives and asking where have we allowed the enemy to get a foothold in our lives. And so a lot of just talking about and confessing the mess of our past. And as I did that this week, I mean, I felt shame and guilt and I needed to be reminded. And, and he did in different words. He said, Sam, yeah, you had big stones in your life. But remember, the stone has been rolled away. That God sent his son Jesus to take the penalty that you deserve for that sin, to die in your place and rise again. The stone has been rolled away. You know, I needed to be reminded when it relates to guilt. I also needed to be reminded when it comes to performance. I, I, maybe, I, so some... 1,700 plus of you have nailed on this cross when you came through the Good Friday experience. In your own life, stones. Uh, there are a lot, I'm not gonna read them out loud and read the names and all of that stuff right here in the room, right? But you know that you've done things that separate you from God, right? But it's not just the, the bad things. Sometimes I think we forget, not only did he make him who knew no sin become sin for us, but in him, we get to become the righteousness of God. Now, what do I mean? I don't, if you have a job, do you ever worry about your performance? Like, this is like Super Bowl Sunday for the church, right? And this week, I was getting nervous. I'm not going to do a perfect sermon. I'm not going to, and I was in the car with my oldest daughter. And my oldest daughter said, Sam, not Sam, Dad, how are you doing? <laughs> And I, and I told her, I told her, I mean, I'm like, I'm worried that I'm not going to, and then, then, then I needed to be reminded. I needed to be reminded, yes, I'm not going to perform perfectly. But that stone has been rolled away. He has performed perfectly for you, right? And for me. That, so, so maybe the physical stone isn't, Mark makes a big deal of it. 
something that we relate to when we see their problem, but we have a spiritual stone, all of us do, that separate us from God. The stone was rolled away. Do you know that Easter tells us the stone was rolled away? Why? Well, okay, we, I want to go back to the physical stone. Y'all know the physical stone was not rolled away so that Jesus could get out? Kids, I grew up thinking actually for a while and uh, as I was growing up, I heard the story of Easter. Man, Jesus, like he must have been like Hulk Hogan and <clears throat> oh, and, and he, had, he had to push that stone away so he could get out of the tomb. That's not, John tells us that twice within eight days after his resurrection, the disciples were in a room that was locked and Jesus showed up in the middle of the room. He didn't need to roll the stone away to get out. Why did he roll the stone away? He rolled the stone away so that the ladies, and I think for us also, so that we can see and believe that he's alive. Read with me what we see. Verse 5. In entering the tomb, they what? Saw. They saw. They had seen, if you go back to 15, him get buried in this tomb. They saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. When I read that during the sunrise service, a car alarm went off. It was awesome. (laughs) They were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was what? Crucified. He has risen. Okay, so he's telling them the good news. He died, and he died for them for their sin. He rose again, but now watch. He is not here. See, look. Your translation might use the word behold. He wants them to see, look, the place where they laid him. The stone was rolled away. Why? So that we can see and believe. And these ladies, they get to see, look, the tomb. They saw him buried in. He's no longer there. See and believe. This last week after I got to preach the crucifixion in the response area, one of our ladies in our church, teachers in our church came and she shared with me, she had been reading a book by Fleming Rutledge, awesome book if you like academic reads on the crucifixion called The Crucifixion. And in it, this lady who's writing on the crucifixion, she argues that apart from the resurrection, no one would care about the crucifixion. Jesus rose again and he let us see it so that we would see and believe in who he is and what he did for you and I. He rose again. 1 Corinthians 15, without the resurrection, our preaching is useless and so is our faith. And maybe you cannot walk into this tomb that the stone was rolled away for you to see physically. But if you, you want to research, dive in and see, study apologetics, there's so much proof behind the resurrection, it's staggering. I have seen in my life not the resurrected Christ in physical form yet. (laughs) I have seen the proof of the resurrection over and over and over again. He rose again. The stone was rolled away so that we can see and believe. Verse 7. So what does he tell to those who see and believe? He says, you need to, verse 7, go and tell. Go 
tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee, there you will what? See him. Ah, so they can see and believe just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb and trembling and astonishment had seized them for they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid and then they get to see Jesus and that changes. They get to go and tell. The, they tell everyone, what? The stone was rolled away. The stone was rolled away. They, they get to share with the world that Jesus is alive. There's a real king and a real kingdom. His name is Jesus. He's the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. In his love and by his grace, he lived a perfect life. He died on the cross for our sin. And he rose again. The stone was rolled away. And he's coming back. Repent, believe, follow him. Be part of his kingdom now and forever. It's what his followers proclaimed after they saw and believed. In your life, has that happened? Uh, maybe at one point it has. And maybe you think, okay, yeah, I heard the story of Easter some 15 years ago. I want to remind you that Jesus came to bring life to you and life to the full. That the story of the resurrection changes your life here and now. You don't have to perform. You don't have to be perfect. Your guilt and your shame have been taken away. And that changes everything as you and I follow him. This last week, we had a, a tragic funeral in our church of a young man who died, who grew up in our church, a young man, his family sitting right here. At the end of the service, we turned and we looked right here at this tomb. And we said, hey, right now in your life, and this room was almost full, I mean, it was a tragic story. I said, in your life, it's Friday. But because of the resurrection, because of the story of Easter, Sunday is coming. It, it, Sunday is coming. So I, I don't, I, it's because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. Life is worth the living just because he lives. Right now, if you've never placed your faith in Christ, I want to invite you to do that. If you're hearing why we celebrate Easter for the first time, I want to invite you to close your eyes with me. And there's not a special magic word that gets you into heaven. It's you believing and following Jesus. So I, I want to invite you right now, if you believe these words, to silently in your heart pray these words after me. I've sinned. I believe Jesus died to forgive me. I believe he rose again and the stone was rolled away. I'm ready to follow you, Jesus, the rest of my life. If you believe those words, the Bible says you're part of the kingdom now and forever. Sometimes... Physical steps help affirm and confirm spiritual steps in our lives. And so here's what I want to invite, not just those who prayed, but everyone here in the room that has an electronic device. If you're part of our church, because I love you, I, I want you part of this process also. I want us all to have the opportunity to respond to the resurrection today. And because we love you, we also want to have the opportunity to pray for you. Maybe you have a stone in your life right now that you feel separates you from God. Whatever that is, we want to pray for you. 
And so here's what I want to ask you to do. I want you to take your phone out. I want you to focus it there on the stage and take a picture. That's a QR code. If you've never done this before, if you have a phone that was like in the last eight years made, this will work. So please, like everyone, because I love you, we want everyone to be part of this. If you have an electronic device, and it's going to prompt you, okay, today my next step, and this is in response to the empty tomb, maybe it's salvation. Uh, last night we had four people tell us they were placing their faith in Christ, which is awesome. Hallelujah. That's right, Bobby Waite. Yes, what does it look like for you to place your faith in Christ? Let us know. It helped. Take that step in your heart. Maybe for you, you've never pro professed your faith through taking a step through believer's baptism. Say, I believe in the resurrection. I want the world to know that. Finding community, finding a group, serving. But maybe it's none of those things and you just need to let us know how we can pray for you. So right now, take a second to fill this out. We're gonna sing and celebrate Easter a little bit more through song here in a second. But please, please, because we love you, because we love you, take this step. Thank you for joining us today for Worship Online. If you're in our area, we want to invite you to come to physically connect to your local church. We would love to help you to live and love like Jesus alongside of others who are doing the same. If you're from outside of our area, can I challenge you to find a local church in your area that's going to preach the Bible and exalt Jesus? Smash the like button, subscribe, share with friends, and turn on notifications if you'd like to stay up to date with us. And thanks again for joining us.